0: Okay, good morning. We are finishing Tainas on Shabbos. Resh Pei Chet. She is sponsored for a Fuwa Shema. to Ben Sion Reuven, Ben Sheindol. Okay, Resh Pei Chet is If it's more oneg for you to have a suda in the early in the morning, then go for it. That's when you should have it. Like. When you fully digested your dinner from the night before, once the morning comes. But if you're not so hungry right away, you don't have such an appetite, and your own egg is to eat it later, didn't (laughs) get digested. So eat your morning meal a little bit later on in the morning versus early in the morning. Also, you should make a Heker that your Shabbos meal looks different than the rest of the week. So, normally that means we add more food, different variety, better food. If you're going to eat the same way you eat on Shabbos as you do all week, then you should change the time of when you eat that Shabbat a little bit earlier or a little bit later so that you make some kind of a distinction. Okay. Chet. anin al shum klal. Okay, we do not fast on Shabbos doesn't matter what sarah, what difficult sh- distress we're going through, we don't fast on Shabbos. Okay, tet ain so'akim al shum We also don't ha- cry out and tefillah. We don't uh, we don't get so excited and davening for any difficulty on Shabbos. We don't overdo it. Chutz mitzarat ha so akim alea but. However, verbally you do, there are times when you do actually are supposed to cry out in prayer for for serious times. What are they? Either a serious financial uh, distress for the community, such as when the price of regular livelihood foods or things that are the basic necessities of life, they go down in value by forty percent. So I'm not an economist. I don't know exactly what that means, but when when main foods is such dramatic, um, there's such a problem when things have to get sold for forty percent less because of a major problem. That's a financial crisis. Uh, as far as inflation, the opposite, the opposite extreme. Again, it's a good question, but. Um, the Bayam, and so too, if it's a place uh, really this is kind of it's the, the danger of life you have um, let's say a foreign army or uh, some sort, they come and they surround the city or if you're afraid of a flood of, of, from a river or a um, a ship in the ocean, looks like it's about to uh, to go under. Even if one individual is running from someone who's going to try and kill him, only steam or a robber that's life threatening, oh, which is usually the case, oh or, or a person has this ruach ra'ah. So what is ruach ra'ah? It could either mean, it's mentioned in the Ran Mishnah that either it means you have some kind of a shade enters the spirit, a dibuk enters the person. Mental illness, suicidal, any one of these cases, or just a, a really sick when it's life threatening. Any one of these cases, it's a mitzvah to daven for him. umitchaninim tefillat b'Shabbat, and you even you, you cry out in tefillah out loud. It's not ella, but we don't blow. We don't blow the shofar. Shofar, we don't blow. Ella in kein tokein l'kabeit z'am la'azor La la'atsilam, unless you need help right? Pick up, in America it's 911, here I don't know what it is, actually I should know by now, but you call on the phone if you need help, and that's not a question, you do whatever you need to do, if it's Biko nafesh. 101 in Israel? Two, one, one, one. In Israel? Oh, I just learned something new. One, you call 101, okay. Um, let's see, anything else we need to point out? Mm. Now, here, I'll continue when we get to the next, Simon. Okay. So if a person is, uh, when we said a person is being chased, it's anything that's life-threatening, but if a person is, um, also a person can, be, can become crazy, so he may not even realize that he's doing something that's a sakana for himself. love goes suicidal, but even he might drown, he might fall off a roof or a cliff or just anything that's, uh, if a person isn't, is not stable, okay, if it's life-threatening. Now, Shluchan Aruch continues. It's loved Afka. This is just an example. Any case of sakana, v'ledin l'kol kholash sheish po sakanat hayom zohakim umitchaninim. If it's life threatening for today, then on Shabbos itself, you don't wait. You cry out in tefillah. Chena gulamar metzalayim v'shabbat alcholim hamusukanim sakanat hayom, and you you make tefillos in Shaliv for anyone who is sakanat chayim, v'koch nefesh. Um, if it's a person that's not pikuach nefesh, so then you're allowed to daven for him, but just a mild, mildly, and you say Shabbatim milizok krova Okay, you don't more subtle. If huh? if the right, so they always put in there Shabbati milizok. And it's a casual tefillah, so you could include, so you can you can't include anyone who's not, uh, yeah, yeaah, deathly ill. haga. But, but you can go straight out and you can cry and do it loudly and, um, without any Shabbat. And you can go ahead and give a bracha to a person who's sick on that day. Okay, you can say the tefillah straight out for him in front of him. Okay, have a meal Shabbos morning. Aleph. Okay, so so you're supposed to have a table of course for Shabbos morning. Here it means you're supposed to have your sofas or your seats set and prepared. And um, and you cover you you cover your uh, and you have your tablecloth and you cover kala cover just like a Shabbos night vivarik and then you say so there's two different nuschos generally Ashkenazi you do beri it's similar it's similar because anytime you end a pasuk whenever you have a double sagol one, the sagol one of them turns into a kamatz so so to here it's the end of a end of a of the end of a um, End of the verse, end of the Pasuk, uh, the, the, the bracha. Just point out what, what's a good explanation why Svardim say ha Because uh, there's a are of but um, also we see in the Pasuk where we talk about the Shivat ha So there it says Geffen, So therefore here too, this reminds us of it. So that's a reason. Another pshat I saw in the Khazan Ovadia is he brings down, a Jew never drinks alone. That's not the way a Jew is supposed to drink. We're not drinkers for the sake of drinking. We do a lechayim with a friend. And if you're with a friend or you're doing kiddush, what always comes after the word hagefin? Amen. So hagefin is never the end, there's always an amen. Okay. Now, when we eat, when we have kiddush in the morning, it's called kiddushar rabbah So it's not, it's a slashon of a saginahor. Uh, how do you say that in English? Uh, the opposite of what you mean to say. Uh, to say it nicely, a euphemism, a euphemism I think so. Mm. Anyway, you can help me think of the better word for it. Because really, the the great kiddush is Friday night. The the morning, it's only derabanan. There's no bracha for it except hagefen. It's not the main. It's not the main kiddush. Chazal, as we're going to see how it comes up in a moment, Chazal, they wanted to add. To, for the the kavod of Shabbos. When you have your meal in the morning that you say Kiddush. It gives a certain kavod to Shabbos. It's meant to give kavod to Shabbos. It's not meant to make us suffer, as we'll see in a minute. It's not meant to take away our own Shabbos. That wasn't the intention. And so we'll see um, how that comes up. But anyway, so that's why it's called Kiddusha Rabba. It's Saginohar. Really, it's the smaller one. It's called an Anti Antiphrasis? antiphrasis? All right, thank you. I don't see English term for... I would say sarcasm, but it's not well, No, no, no. It's a radical device of saying the exact opposite of what it's actually meant. Okay. V'acharkach, you tell Yedav, and then after you say Kiddush, you wash your hands. V'yitzah, lech ha-mishnah, and then you, you say a bracha on lecha mishnah kama b'lailah, v'yitzah, just like at night time. Just a quick comment. We're going to get to it again. On lecha ha-mishnah... Right, so we all know it has to do with we got the double portion on Erev Shabbos. So, throughout Shabbos, we remind ourselves to, to remind ourselves of this of uh, this nace that happened. Uh, what happens if it's frozen? You, you only have one that's ready to eat and your second roll is frozen. Is that good luck So, it happens to be a makhloket. meek uh, or a din, it seems to be that it is certainly okay. So, it says, Shemir Shabbos, Kelchasa, Tzitzel Yezer. Abba Paddy Yosef and, um, and, of course, others. But there are some who have a doubt. Uh, Rav Shomazalman mentions a doubt, and there are other people who have a doubt. So, if it's not going to be readily available by the end of the meal. So, usually rolls can be, depending on how long your meal is, especially if it's we're going to get to Shalashidis. and it depends how big the bread is. You can also dip it in soup or dip it in hot water. So, anyways, many say it's not a, n- not even necessary to be machmer. Rabbi for example, says it's good to be machmer. Just borrow one from a friend if it's easy. Uh, again, ba- basically, there is a discussion: Can you use a borrowed piece of uh, of a roll? The Kimat Kola ha say it's not a problem. Um, if you don't have a full full Lecha Mishnah, you only have a slice available. So Shmuel Shabbos says it's better than nothing. It works. It may not be a shalim, but at least it's uh, a lecha mishnah. And we learned also from Shochanar Kuf Samachet already that if you have two pieces, two rolls that are stuck together, that they, they were baked right near each other and they got, they were touching, so then that's also not a problem. It's fine, you just pull it apart first and then it's, and they even make some chalas called pull-apart chalas. It's uh, meant to do that, lecha so that's, that's also, that's okay. Alright. V'gam, continuing the middle of Aleph. V'gam Kidush tz'rih shiya bimkom seuda. Now this Kiddush has to be also where you eat the meal. V'shalo kodum kodom lo klum. Kamot b'kiddush And you're not allowed to have anything to eat. Just like at night time, you're not allowed to have anything beforehand. Okay? Uh, happens to be that there is a mechlokat we've shown you. If you're not allowed to eat anything or drink anything, even water, before Kiddush. So Shonim agree that's by night time. So Machloket Rishonim that even applies in the morning. So the halacha is though that in, in general that is the halacha for the morning. You're not allowed it once once you're going to be eating or once you finish what we discussed already. Perhaps before davening, but certainly after davening. Once you're going to be eating, you're not allowed to, and you're allowed to eat. You're not then you don't eat even drink until you say Kiddush. That's certainly lechatchila meal. Mutar. But water before davening is okay because you're about to daven and since you didn't daven yet you can't eat your meal yet so then you're allowed to have, you're allowed to, you would be allowed to eat or drink before, uh, before Kiddush since it's not time for Kiddush since you're not eating yet. But since you're davening, you're not allowed to eat or drink anything before you daven except for water. Or water based. Again, there are of course exceptions and some people do have a snack before. Uh, okay, a question. You're allowed to have water before davening, because before davening you're not chayev to say kiddush yet. Alright, we just said. Okay, now, bet. What happens if you're on vacation and you realize you have no wine or you have no grape juice or you're in a place and there isn't any? Or you go to someone's kiddish and there's no wine and there's no grape juice. They had one cup and it's finished. Or one bottle and it got used up. Now what do you do? <laughs> so, first of all, he says you can use beer and you can use pretty much any drink other than water. But then he throws in the word, Khamar Medina, and so there's a whole makhloket in Akronim. Does it have to be Khamar Medina, or not be Khamar Medina? So, like, khila does have to be Khamar Medina. And then, you make Kiddush on it. Now, generally, the rule for Ashkenazim is very make for Khamar Medina, because almost any drink is, you can be, you can, uh, you can honor somebody when they come to your house, almost with any drink. So, again, there are different opinions. What is Khamar Medina? But, um... But many Svardim, for the morning, are mekel. Normally we say Hamar Medina has to be um, alcoholic. But here, the whole Kiddush is only the Rabbanan. There's even a machlokit we shown him if it's necessary. And uh, about eating. Um, before or after, without it. But then, and then also... Uh, so then and, then and then many of course, there's different opinions on what is Hammar Medina. At the end of the day, you're just saying a bracha. you're not saying there's no suffix of la vatala of saying kiddush, because we're talking about the morning. So in the morning, uh, so generally, for Svardim also, if there's no if there's no wine or grape juice available, so ideally you would use what's typical what you would call Hammar Medina, uh, and um, alcoholic is usually preferable. Again, it depends. And but if there's nothing else but let's say Coke, uh, orange juice, or something that's uh, perhaps coffee and tea that some don't like it as much, but it's very water based. But anyways, um, at the end of the day, you go to a kiddush and you have no choice. It's muter lechachila in your situation, it's just to uh, have a drink, say shahako, and you know maybe say alkane or vishamru beforehand, and then you can go ahead and eat like everybody else. Okay. What if there's no liquids but water? All they have is water and then cake. Water and whatever. So, belokidush. The Shulchan Aruch writes that you're allowed to eat without, without saying kiddush. So, the question is really, again, I haven't really seen much on it, so I'll leave it as a question for a kiddush. Certainly, this applies, let's say, for a regular meal. Let's say you're gonna ha- you wanna have lunch, and you can't get a hold of anything to drink but water. So, so, we learned also. You suppose Chathila, you can say Kiddush on bread, but if there is no bread, then you just you just eat your meal without Kiddush. Um, if you know you're going to get, or you're going to be able to get eventually during Shabbos the day. Shabbos. Shabbos day. You can't tell that it's Kiddush because it's just balancing. So if you have a choice between wine or bread, especially for the morning, wine is better. But now we're talking about. Your whole day is going to go by. There is no wine or grape juice anywhere. What do you do? There's no Khamar or Medina anywhere. All you have is water. So what do you do? And there's no bread in, in this situation. So well, if there is bread, then you would say Kiddush on bread. And if there is no bread, go ahead and eat. Because Shabbos, we're supposed to have Oneg. We're not supposed to starve ourselves. So if you know, and if you're going to have to wait past Chatzot, so then for sure, the Allah is, you're allowed to eat without Kiddush, and without bread, if, that's, if that's your situation. Um, again, what to do with the kiddush? You show up. If you're gonna, you're not gonna get home till after, to after chatzot. For sure it's okay. If, um, you know, it depends how hot you are, it depends how weak you are, uh, it depends how far you take it for, for a friend's kiddush. But um okay, I'll leave that part as a, as a, as a question. But there is certainly room to be, uh, to be meko. Uh Okay, good. Reish tzadi. Reish tzadi. B'Shabat, you actually may a bracha b'peyot. Yarbe u'megadim u'minei re'ach k'dil ahashim min minyan mea a So we learned before it's a big mitzvah too, or there's a mitzvah to have to say a hundred brachos every day. And on Shabbos we know that we lose a lot because Shemona Esrei goes from nineteen to seven. Okay, we get an extra seven from Musaf, but we lose a lot more than we gain. So we mentioned that it's good to have a mind when you hear other people's brachos; that can help. We know going to the bathroom. There's different things. There's besamim, and here he's talking about it's good to have fruit and uh, other uh, snacks here and there during the day to help with mea brachot. And uh, it's good to sleep on Shabbos if that's what's oneg for you, um, and you don't you don't have to stop. But uh, but I mean, it's um, Mishnah Bura points out not that you need him to point out you shouldn't be wasting your whole day just to eating, having snack after snack, and because you don't want to waste your day from Talmud Torah. Um, if it adds you know just a few minutes here and there to have uh, to eat a little bit more, that's fine, but not to waste your day. Uh, that's not the focus. And um some people they they bench their meal before dessert in order to add brachos, um something that's better. For some people it interrupts their meal and then some people forget to say a achrona. So anyways, but uh different um but the purpose would be to get more more brachos. Okay. Bet. So it's important Minag that you have time for learning in shol in the Beis Medrash. Um, the Rav could be Dorish and Nevim and Divri Agada, so people are interested. And they should, if there is a set time for learning, that's not the time to be making your seuda. And, um, okay, people, Chazal, uh, how people have been, uh, bad things have happened to people who, Dafka, make their Seudah during during the time when everyone's supposed to be uh, set aside for learning. Uhm, points out, uh, Midrash, that the Torah goes to Karesh Baruch and says, um, now that you're gonna go bring the Jews to Eretz Yisrael, who's gonna, who's gonna learn? They're gonna be busy working the land, busy working. So he says, don't worry, I have a Zug, your Zug, your partner is gonna be Shavas, and I'm gonna set aside. Shavas are not allowed to work, so Shavas is gonna be a time when they're not gonna work, and they're gonna be able to focus and, and teach you. Uhm, points out that it's, perhaps the most important thing to be learning on Shabbos is Halacha, um, what's Mutar, what's Asur, and, um, and what helps people increase their Yirat Shemayim. He also points to Yerushalmi, lo Shabbatot yom li Yisrael batara. The purpose that we have Shabbos and Yom Tov is in order to give us a chance to learn. So learn Torah. Haga. Okay wa pole mabale batim are working and don't have time to learn to learn all week long they should make sure that at least yaasku ya tarba tarb beshabes mitomide chachamim so these people should learn more in shaves mitomide chachamim hauskim bataravs <laughs> <laughs> um the tomide chachamim are learning all week long. not the tomide chachamim am shikh ya tarba one ga khila vish tia ksat terhem mitanim so, they're enjoying learning all week long, so on Shabbos they should add a little bit of oneg, not to go carry it away and waste your day, but they should, um, have a little more emphasis on getting, um, oneg on Shabbos from their food, because during the week it's from learning and then, okay, and not on their food. Okay. I think that's it. Fine, Aleph. Reish Sadi Aleph. Din shalosh Seudot. So, having three meals a day. Aleph. A person should be very careful to be mekayim the mitzvah of having a third meal on Shabbos. Even if you're basically full, you don't want to, If you're overstuffed and full, then they say it's achila gasa, and then it's um, that doesn't count. That doesn't count as eating, and you shouldn't. And you shouldn't. But as long as you're not uh, stuffed, and you're, even though you're a little bit full, it's fine have at least a kabaitzah of bread. Mishnah says, ideally it should be a little more than a kabaitzah, but it's exactly a baitzah, that's, we consider, akhila arai. It's better to have a proper kviyah suda, but, anyways, even a kazayit is good enough. But if you can't, you're totally full, then you don't have to force yourself. The point is not to Force yourself. The point is to have oneg. The chacham ena b'rosho, and a chacham is smart ahead of time. He sees shaloyim alei bitno b'shat haboker k'deili tain makom misut shlishi. Don't fill your, Don't stuff yourself with your morning meal if it'll mean you won't even be able to eat a little bit for shaloshivis. Especially if you have a late morning meal. Haga r'mishaloh achab b'leil shabat yochal shalosh t'vodet b'yom. Ha Shabbat. So if a person didn't eat Friday night, for whatever reason, have three meals on Shabbos day. And if you didn't say Kiddush on Shabbos night time, and of course you say the whole Nusach Kiddush that we have um, for Friday night, that's the Kiddush you would say in the morning. The Psukim doesn't matter so much if you say Vaychulu or Vashamru, but it's important, the Bracha, you don't want to lose that Bracha, that Bracha is important to say on the first Kiddush that you say. So almost always that's for us Friday night. But if a person missed it for whatever reason, then he says that Kiddush in the morning. And Mishnah Bura says the same thing applies for Yom Tov. If you didn't eat the meal on, on the Yom Tov night, so on the next day, you eat two meals instead of one. And of course, on the first meal, you would say the Kiddush. That we always say Friday night, you would say uh, or the first night of Yom Tov, you would say the first night in the morning. Bed. Zmana Mashiach, Zmana Mincha, when is the time? That's from the, starting from Mincha. Really, the time for Shalashidas starts after 12.30 on a day of 6 to 6. And if you eat Shalashidas in the morning, then that doesn't even count. Um, But they say if you have part of the meal before and you have part of the meal after for Shalashidas, then as long as you eat a piece of bread afterwards, that does later on. Your meal continues, and that does count. It doesn't go, You don't have to start the meal before chatzot. You can. You don't have to start the meal after chatzot. You could start the meal before. Yes, Omrim. Yes, Omrim. The Asur li'shtot. Mayim ben mincha l'mariv b'shabat das choset and eshamad la'giinam. But also in ein le'choset das l'shit ben mincha l'mariv aliyochalot ha'kodem mincha. So there is an opinion that says one is not supposed to drink water or have a meal between. Mincha and Mariv. And why? Because that's the, the Neshamot are starting to go back to Gehenem and Motzei Shabbos. So at, between Mincha and Mariv is the time they start going back. And the water that's... Uh, water, this water, I don't understand exactly, but it's meant to cool them down from the fires of Gehenna. They use this water during the week to cool them down so you don't want to take from them. They say it's like It's like stealing from them. That's the water that they need. Okay, uh, we'll see that according to the. Um, I mean, we're going to see. We're going to read on, and here let's read for a moment. Okay, and some say it's better to daven mincha first, and that's of course the Rizal writes about that. It's important to daven mincha first, and then you have your sedachli sheet afterwards, and that's what we do between mincha and marav. The only thing that he points out, Kaf based on the Rizal and based on this Maimar Chazal. If it's not during Shalashidas, if you finish Shitdis beforehand, there's an Indian not to just drink water but during Bina Shemashot, between Shkia and Seis. That's the only time not to have water. After, it, we know you're allowed to. You're allowed to have water, we're going to see before Havdalah. That's not a pro- you're not allowed to eat before Havdalah, but you are allowed to drink water before Havdalah. And you're not allowed to have even water Friday night. But for Motzei Shabbos, it, during the Benish Mashut, that's the time that uh, one should not have water. That's the Minog. lechatchila you could have between and Mariv. But at, at this time in particular, you shouldn't drink water straight from a river. You don't go to the bend down during the river. You can collect it from before Shabbos and have it in your house. In your house, it's okay to drink. Even if you collect it from the river. But during this time, you don't take a cup or bend down and drink straight from the river. And it's only water the minhag is against. I guess the mateim don't use anything but water. And some say this is only a minhag during the 12 months. um, After a parent passes away. And some say this whole thing... It wasn't meant for Mosei Shabbos. It was meant for Erev Shabbos. All right, we'll stop.